So I heard back from that Indianapolis job. Yeah. Didn't get it. Fuck. They string me along for like four months, man. I, I The first interview I had was in June. And then they got a new president. So they put all the hiring on pause. So I waited like two months. And then I heard back from them again. Had a second interview. Both interviews went really well. And then I like... Oh, apparently not. Well, the last one, I guess, wasn't... I don't know. I mean, maybe something. I, I'm not sure what it was. I got like an email three days after, you know, I drive all the way over to Indianapolis. They get back to me like three days later and they're like, oh, uh, you know, we really appreciate you coming in, but we're going to go with someone who has more experience with Pro Tools. And that that excuse really pisses me off because that should be something they should figure out way before I'm driving over there. You know, that is a shitty excuse. I, I don't like that. They I, they I don't like that. They lied to me. They They knew about what audio program I'm using, Pro Tools but that is, I can use Pro Tools. Isn't Pro yeah. Tools outdated? Isn't that an older one? That, well, it's there's new versions. Oh. I mean, it's still like industry standard, but it fucking sucks. And I'm going to fucking, I'm using Pro Tools now to edit instead of Reaper, which I find way better you know, just to be used to it, I guess, for the future. It's, like, it's not like I don't know how to use it either. I know how to use it. It's just, I prefer Reaper and I've been using it for a long time. It's way more stable, cheaper better does all the same shit more efficiently why didn't you explain to them that you can use it and have in the past and know how it's just you'd use better stuff i did oh yeah i did but they prefer you to use the shitty expensive awful stuff instead yeah they they prefer that oh it's like it's not that pro tools is bad it's just that it's like designed for big companies or people who make shit loads of money off of audio editing it's just like I mean, you're making that dress a black tongue bank, aren't you? I am, yeah. One of those? Got that. I should be paying my $600 a month licensing for um, Pro Tools. I don't think it's 600 from, a month. From here on out, you can only edit our shows using Pro Tools so you get the practice. It's yeah, the yeah I'm standard. using their shitty free version. No, it's the industry standard, and we are at the cutting edge of That's this true. industry. That is true. You got to spend money to make money, man. Yeah. Patreon.com slash Jurats have black tongues. Buy Donnie Pro Tools. Yeah. Or hire me. Give me a job. Audio editing. I know Pro Tools. I'm he's, using it right now. Yeah, he's using it as we speak. He cleaned this shit up with it. Yeah. I'm lying. I'm recording with Reaper. Don't don't admit that. <laughs> you fool. I'm just recording with it. I'm gonna edit with Pro Tools though. Trust me. Trust me. Wink. Yeah. I just don't want anything to crash during the recording. That's why I'm using Reaper for it. Just in case. And I'm using Pro Tools first, which is a free version, which only saves everything on the cloud. I can't save locally, which is another reason why I'm just because like I use Reaper just going to record to my hard drive and that is way easier for me. So I'm just making my life easier. Yeah, that's an infinitely better option there. Yeah, right. So I don't want to shell out the money for Pro Tools. So anyway, contact us at uh, Giraffe's HPT Pod, and I'll send you my resume. At least you won't have to walk everywhere, didn't you say? And you was a bunch of people walking here all the time. Or no, it's people running. I, I I run here. It's just like it, people were exercising. I liked it. Mm. It's better than Tennessee, where they're just riding rascals down the road. It's fucking ridiculous. You could have been closer to the uh, Louisville Slugger Museum in Cincinnati. That would have been cool. Or Louisville, Kentucky. Oh, yeah. That I would have liked that. Awesome. I've been there before. You get a yeah. free piece of a baseball bat when you leave. Yeah. And you love baseball and sports. I do love baseball. So, like, for that podcast, though, I think we should, like, I think we should steal their formula. Like, what they do is they write out a whole script that makes it sound like they're talking and listening off the cuff and everything. Oh, so, and you know, I won't say what podcast it is, I yeah, guess. Yeah, no, I'll fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> Not after they made the shitless um, now. The sausage, this is how the sausage is made. There are for rivals now. A podcast. I know. Forget yeah, they Andy. are. Forget Andy and Corey and that yeah, crew. Fuck Andy. These are our new I rivals. I don't care about Andy. Yeah. They're the ones we're taking down from within. Yeah, we got to start like reviewing their podcast every week and just shitting on Two it. stars. They used Pro Tools. That's bullshit. Bush League. <laughs> Yeah, this is bullshit. Pro Tools, what the fuck? Reaper does all the shit all the same. It, you know, they had me do... I did two skill tests for them, too, which which passed, obviously, if they after they heard the second one, they're like, yeah, come to Indianapolis. So it's like, 
you know, I can do this shit. It's all the same. I just need to like remember different keyboard shortcuts. And that's really the only stumbling block. But no, what they do though, is they like, they have two hosts, but one just does all the talking, which is essentially reading Wikipedia. I'm sure they write whatever, you know, thing to make it not just copy pasted from Wikipedia, but I'm just going to say you just, so one person reads Wikipedia and the other person like chimes in, like follows a script. So it just like zones out. <laughs> I mean, that's until like, it's time to say like, and the script just says like, wait, what? And then she's like, I know, like, this is crazy. That's not that far off from our formula where you should be. carry us throughout hey, 90% of the, the show. Script. And then I'll chime stick in whenever script, I look up fucker. for my video games. <laughs> I'll be like, oh yeah, yeah. I, I heard you say that one word. Yeah. I'll comment on it. Yeah. That wasn't in the script. I, yeah, I'm not gonna. You stick to the script, script beforehand, though. That's way too much work and effort. <laughs> I think you just read along because the other person, like the second co-host, this is what I want to do. I want to have like I think we should start a true crime podcast, and I want you to read Wikipedia, and I'm just gonna like <laughs> script out my chime ins. Like, wait, what? That can't be true. I feel like Oliver. I'm, I'm very self conscious about reading out loud because I'm terrified I'm mispronouncing ninety percent of the words. So I'll have to double check them all with you. Ahead yeah, of I time. hate reading reviews on this show. <laughs> yeah, it's it's rough. <sighs> anyway, yeah, so that's the next show. Welcome to our new Giraffes right, Have so Black I'll start, Crimes. I'll start typing out next week's script. All right, good. None of my, no more of my off-the-cuff freestyle uh, comments, though. Those will be deeply yeah. missed. I mean, they mentioned in the in the interview they're getting like 10 million listeners and Holy from fuck, doing they're this they're definitely it's, doing it like, better true, than i'm we telling are. you true true crime is the way to go i think we should start just reviewing true crime crimes instead can we can we books. call this a true crime podcast if we're just talking about we like crime based comics maybe we should yeah yeah like start, like, start is, recategorizing us fuck comics we're, we're true let's call crime it like fake now. fake crime instead of true like false crime we should do false crime. Well, and no, just like, it's all loosely based Batman. on true stories, though. So we could still claim true crime. Famous real person, Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Millionaire. Yeah. <laughs> the Bruce Wayne murder case of Thomas Hush. Or of, yeah. uh, Thomas Elliot Hush. That'll be episode one. <laughs> then you can talk about it and I'll be like, wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Wow. Oh, my God. I'm gonna I'm gonna type nine thousand of those. Oh my god! Into our script for next week for you. Just That's every, your new every catchphrase. <laughs> oh man, this is dude. We're gonna blow up on the uh, true crime market. We should. We should get into true crime. Just I don't really care that much about I don't true crime. It's care just, about murderers. But yeah, if we I'm desensitized. Get, if it'll get us more listeners than the two Chris's, then I guess we probably should do it. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. No, no offense, no offense, Chris and Chris. We love you guys. Right, we do love we those need to guys. Branch out, I think we need more people named Chris. Yeah, we need a a coalition of Chris's here to just we do listen every Friday live at midnight. Yeah, that was one of the questions they asked in the interview if I would be okay like editing um, subject matter like crimes and murders and stuff like that. It's like I'll I'll stare like blankly and f- feel nothing. I'll be fine. Don't you worry. I'll feel nothing hearing about brutal murders. You soulless monster. I know. All right. Anyway, I mean, um, you ready to read off your script now? Yeah, let's uh, let's let's stick to the script. So um, the script says here, uh, let's get this boat in the water. God damn it. It doesn't say that. That's not our catchphrase for the boat. Oh, fuck. I think I had an unedited one. Adventure. Come on. How is that? Okay. I'm sorry. That is better. All right. And then it says train whistle sound. That's right. <laughs> I think I think we need to work on the script. I, I think I mistyped. I copy pasted. I Kirkmaned a lot from uh, old scripts. It. To be honest with you, just the same show Back every when week. We were on that train yeah. shit. Yeah. Oh, okay. Shit. Well, we'll we'll fix that next week. We'll fix it in post on Pro Tools. Yeah. Pro Tools. I, I expect here we go. There to be a Pro boat Tools sound that you Pro Tools in here. It was there. Perfect. Welcome once again to Giraffes at Black Tongues Comics. It's Dave. And I'm Donnie. This week we are talking about I Breathe the Body 
Shit, what was that other one? God damn it, I didn't World write down tattoo. Dead World. It's Dead in the World script, Tattoo. Dude. I know, Just I should have uh, yeah, the script. You have it right in front of you. I know. The uh, what Marvel What If Zombies and The Walking Dead. And Venom Let There Be Carnage. Did you watch right. it? Right. No. Fuck. <laughs> right. I don't like the copy that I downloaded. And so, I didn't so you go downloaded around the, the same theater. copy from the same people you got the Shang-Chi movie from. And the exact same thing happens at the end where they leave immediately after the movie concludes. So it, it uh, this one actually does have the first like mid credit scene, but it misses the big <laughs> implicating like ending credit scene, which is the entire reason I wanted you to like find a copy of this movie for us to watch and talk about because of the yeah, implications. I, I went to that copy just to watch the implication thing, which they can't refuse because of the implication. I, I went to watch that and yeah, I noticed that too. And but like, man, these bootleg copies just look like shit. I just like, cannot deal with it though. So you never watched the Shang-Chi version from this company or, or this guy or whatever, but like no. all throughout <laughs> it. So like all throughout it at the bottom of the screen, it has like their little like name and logo on the bottom. And I noticed they that. do I have like two different times throughout the movie where they will edit in their own like commercial cutaways. It's fucking weird. But this was the wow. same one. It, I, I don't know what language it was in. I think it might have been like a Russian or some kind of like you, uh, European, yeah. but I, I took a f- screenshot. I saw the title was Beham. Yeah, I, I took too. a screenshot of that because I got funny. a kick out of that. <laughs> Beham too. I'm like, oh shit, this is the wrong movie. <laughs> no, that's exactly what we were looking for. Beham yeah, too. Let there be carnage. Yeah. Our favorite anti-hero, Beham. Anyway, I did look up what the scene was, so I'm aware of this implication. But right before that, which I, I kind of got clued into what this implication was because I saw the new Spider-Man Far From Home trailer. So that was also heavily implied because Venom just like comes walking next to Doc Ock and that. Wait, Venom's in the Spider-Man trailer now? There's a new one, yeah. Oh, that I just didn't came see out. that. Oh, fuck. Yeah, nice. yeah. So yeah, you're, you, you can see him there too. So I was already spoiled by the implication. I'm like, oh, that must be it. And it was. I looked it up. Anyway, um, speaking of things I didn't do for the show, <laughs> Dead World Tattoo. You didn't read that one at all? Where the fuck do you find this book? Like, I After I texted you last night, bitch. I went to go read it and I couldn't find it. Where, where did you I find it? I got it straight from the library. I assumed if it's on the library, oh. it would be for on, on the other one, too. Because they usually no, have I checked. I checked Hoopla and I checked um, the normal website. Hoopla is where and, I got um, it. Looked everywhere, Googled it, couldn't find it. You got Hoopla on there. Yeah, that's I got it from the library's site, which is the Hoopla. Oh, really? Yeah. It didn't pop up for me. That is uh, strange. I got a bunch of other Dead World books, but not that one. I mean, I read a review and like read the back of the cover, so it's like the same thing. So, like, so it's not not it's not like I did nothing. So ninety five percent of my notes are from that awful dead world book i have maybe one note on that other one because i just sped through that one as quickly as i could because i was bored and i was a little high and i, I couldn't understand what the yeah. fuck was happening during it and it was freaking me out so i just tried yeah, to I like speed issue. through it yeah and there was there was way too much talking going on in that second one so i, I took like one note and it's a very shitty note yeah i i agree right well all right let's let's hear about dead world then Rasta man, I saw that on the back cover. That's pretty funny. Fuck yeah, Rasta. Rasta man looks like Michael Jackson's character from the Thriller video. He's fucking awesome. He's my new favorite character in the comic. Is he just Bob Marley but a zombie? I that's what I was assuming it was going to be, but no, it's it's just like a Michael Jackson from Thriller. Oh, all right. Weird. Awesome. Yeah. So like uh might be the second or third page of this book. Uh, my first note here is AMC must have been huge fans of this series because they immediately rip off the line. The only th- the girl tattoo she says the only thing left to fear is to fear the Walking Dead. I'm like oh Ooh. shit, that's where they got that title for that awful spinoff show because they were such huge fans of Dead World Tattoo. Yeah, this is def- that's that's what the tagline for this book is. It's like before The Walking Dead, Dead World Tattoo existed. 
See where Kirkman... And that's like their whole straw. <laughs> yeah, see where Kirkman learned it from. This comic book uses an actual citation for the 1993 Encyclopedia Britannica, which... Oh. Like, that's, that's rare that comic books will give, like, actual citations to works outside of uh, just, hey, see Spider-Man number four to reread that backstory from this character's point of view or some shit. So that was weird. This is weird. So it's a bunch of zombies all throughout this book that are like the villains. They have talking zombies, which are considered the leaders, and they'll like control the the nonverbal zombies, and they'll like make them do flanking measures and shit to haunt humans. And they're all huh. just called. They all just refer to all the the living people as warmies. Um. But for some reason, like the first talking zombie that we're introduced to in this, he looks more like he was a vampire. And I don't know if it's just because like he looked insanely similar to Morbius. So I was like, oh, but that's weird. But they also have like two like fangs in the sh- front of their teeth. It's like, oh, I don't get why they're so vampire-esque. But OK, they keep calling them zombies. I like Morbius. Yeah, that was cool. So this they actually come up with like a a a lame sort of quick they actually have a, a reasoning for like why there's zombies in this world which i appreciate they refer to them as otherworlders they're just creatures from like hell is basically their explanation for it but as quick and stupid and simple as that is i appreciate that they at least made some kind of effort to explain why there are zombies in this world now okay that's that's you don't usually get that like we read all of walking dead and not once did they come up with like an explanation for it yeah, that's a problem with a lot of zombie things. Just like, yeah, there's zombies now. Who knows? Yeah, but, just accept this. Or like Resident Evil, they go into it like too much. I saw a trailer for there's a new Resident Evil prequel movie that's coming out in like a week or so. Oh. It doesn't look completely awful, but it probably still will be. I mean, I guess I'll watch it. I think it's called like Raccoon City or something. Oh, Okay. So, like, there's a, a ranking sort of mafia-esque, like, ranking system for these otherworlders where the, the main boss is this dude called the Gatekeeper, and then his underbosses are that Rasta man and Voodoo Queen, and uh, they're, all under, they're all underbosses for this guy just called King Zombie, the most generic, shitty, like, leader of the zombies' names you could think of. I like it. I appreciate it. So so you're not going to get this reference now because you didn't see this guy, but there's this one big dude and he's got like this awesome mallet in his hands that he's using as a weapon and he wears this vest that just reads Mad Dog on the back of it, which since this is from like early 90s, I'm hoping it's just like a Mad Dog, like that old beer company uh, vest, but I, I don't actually know if it is or not, but he hits he caves in the skull of a zombie with his mouth and he yells out and shouts out Barry Bonds so we get a reference to the true Major League Baseball home run king so sports drop right now sports all right sports long one looking looking for it here hold on Uh, how was that not queued up take me out to the sports game take me out with the sports Buy me some sports talk and cracker jack. I don't care if I never sports talk. Also, you forgot to play the Giraffetober. Giraffetober. <laughs> I was just thinking about that too. If you were doing this Giraffetober, if you were doing this on Pro Tools, you wouldn't have made those mistakes. That's, That's true. why Indianapolis can't trust you. Keep going off script. God damn it. Yeah. So Tattoo has these cool direwolf pets. One is called Nasher and the other is called Rex. But they oh reminded God. me a little bit too much of like Thor's old goat buddies, like Tooth Nasher and Tooth Grinder. I guess I guess just because the one was Nasher and Tooth Nasher. Yeah, sure. And then I have right here in my notes, Rasta Man looks weirdly way too similar to Michael Jackson in the thriller video. Uh, they do refer to the zombies as geeks a couple times during this. Oh. Uh, there was one zombie wearing a cool Misfits t-shirt. That was cool. There's this, there's this one-armed guy in this called Dead Killer. 
he kind of looks like any generic like early 90s like comic booky superhero guy he's just got like the long ponytail and like a cool like jean jacket vest type of deal thing going on that tucks into his jeans and he's got oh, like awesome. he's got like one arm and the other one is like holding a giant gun in it the other one is just like stalled off and put like has a a metal like cap over top of it for some reason but that guy's super strong and he picks up another dude by the shirt collar with his one good arm and then <clears throat> towards the end of this like tattoo keeps just randomly like going off on adventures and like she uses the dire wolves to like see the world through their eyes and she'll magically just travel to wherever there happens to be uh, a group of humans that are being attacked by these zombies and she first saves like a group of uh, all black guys and they like try to recruit her into like their gang and she's like no no I just travel and save people this is what I do and then later on she travels and she finds a group of uh like white religious freaks who are trying to hang a black guy because he's too religious for a different religion than theirs so they're trying to hang him wow. and she's she Tattoo keeps reiterating she hates humans killing humans because there are zombies trying to kill humans now. And we all have to band together to fucking kill the zombies. So, like, this one guy gets uh, paralyzed and he's, if he survives the day, he'll, he'll spend the rest of his life handicapped. And he won't be able to, like, do anything or, like, outrun zombie outbreaks. So he's, like, just begging his friends to, like, put him out of his misery and just end his suffering right then and there. And so, like, each guy in the gang is like, oh, I can't do it. You're, you're like a brother to me. And then they ask Tattoo, and she's like, I don't kill humans. I only kill the dead. And then, like, finally, one of the other guys just walks up and shoots him in the head. And they're like, oh, why do we all keep waiting forever to do this to save that guy? We're assholes. But, like, she, those guys, she tells them to, like, go and find her one buddy at a safe house in, uh, indianapolis or someplace they're in new orleans so i don't know how that's going to be like a quick safe easy journey for them but that's where she tells them to go uh they're trying to hang the random like black religious guy and she shows up and then like out of nowhere that that her new friends the gang of black guys they show up and they help her and uh these white guys start calling them the n-word so whoa great timely references and shit hooray Early 90s wow. racism. All right. That was a couple end like, bombs. Yeah. And it ends with like she has this uh, special sword that could kill the talking zombies. Like they have to have a special, I think she calls it the soul sword or I think that's what it was called. I didn't write down the name of it, but it could kill the talking zombies, which normal weapons, I guess, cannot kill them. But she has this, and she uh. kills the Rasta man, cuts off his head, and that's the conclusion of Volume 1. And, like, Volume 2 is, like, her getting ready to battle. It implies, like, gatekeepers up next. So, can't wait for next week. Oh, yeah. Sounds like a great comic. It was all black and white throughout, though, so I didn't really like that. There was no color in oh. any of it. Oh, that sucks. How are you going to make Rasta Man like that red, yellow, and green? I wish I wanted to see him in color because I want to see if they give him the black jacket that Michael Jackson or the red jacket that Michael Jackson wears in the oh, film yeah. too, just to like completely uh, let you know that that's who it's supposed to be. Does he at least have dreadlocks? No. Ugh. All right. Like that's he, disappointing. Like, he has the hair that Michael Jackson has in Thriller, like the wow. kind of like gelled hair. I don't like he just that. he doesn't have like skin on his face. It's like skin. It's or it's all muscle. Google Google image search Dead World Tattoo Rasta Man. See if you can find this thing real quick. Okay. Like it's crazy how much how similar he looks. No, I don't know. I can't even find it on Google Images. Yeah, I wouldn't think there were many <laughs> copies. Of yeah. Anything from just getting like Rasta there. tattoos. Damn it. Yeah. All right. Well, I I'll I believe you. I'll take your word for it. I'd say this is like a two and a half out of oh, five. Wow. Okay. Like it's it's definitely not great. It's probably not even worth the read, really. No. But it's not the worst thing I've ever seen or read. So 
Scott Bakula. Right. for it. Cool. I found a review. Do you want to hear that? Sure, I do. Read some fucking reviews, you cuck. There's only one review on Amazon, so it's five stars. Loads of fun. Dead World, the original zombie comic from the 1980s. As it must point out in its blurb, before The Walking Dead, there was Dead World. It started as an indie comic in the late 80s. Dead World has survived over the last four decades in various forms. Multiple characters have been introduced and killed off over that time. Very few could be considered protagonists. I found it shocking when I first read it at how casually the main characters would be thrown away by the author. Shocking and exciting. It was the first comic to have variant covers, a regular one and a Not For Wussies cover, or Not For Wussies version, which showed extreme violence or corpse dismemberment. That's pretty cool. Not For Wussies. Very 90s. With the volatile rise and fall and rise and fall of the comic industry, Dead World has disappeared for a time, only to rise again like the zombies it depicts. It is unique in the zombie apocalypse category, as it is the only one, I believe, because it gives... Wait, hold on. Unique in the zombie apocalypse category, as it is the only one. That can't be true. Uh, Because it gives a reason for the dead rising. Oh, okay, that's just a weird sentence. So it's the only one that gives the reason for dead rising, like you said. Uh, Yeah, that was a weirdly uh, way to put that. Yeah, that was. That that was way, I don't know what he's trying to say there. This is not very well written. It is an invasion by demonic creatures from another dimension who wish to fully open a gate between the two worlds and claim Earth for themselves. As such, there are intelligent zombies, actually demonic spirits, directing the horde of the mindless dead. Humanity is on the verge of extinction, but the heroes, ever shifting as they are, constantly manage to keep the gate closed for one more day. This is a spinoff from the normal Dead World cycle. The descriptors claim it's self-contained, but it has a lot of characters from previous issues. Dead Killer, Donna, Dan, Rostaman, The Vamp. And to fully understand the context of what's happening, I would recommend beginning elsewhere. But for those who know Dead World, definitely give this a look. It revolves around the often mistreated Donna, who somehow merges with the demonic characters called the Vamp. This unexpected event may tip the tide in expelling demons from the earth and stop the apocalypse. Yeah, like... All right. Like, so issue two, or... Yeah, it's issue two. It goes into the backstory of uh, this woman, Donna, and it's heavily implied that she's the one who eventually became Tattoo, but it's like a backstory for her, but it just, like, starts with her dying... And then just miraculously, oh. like, waking up and just, like, walking away from the zombies. So, like, it's super confusing. Like, she she then goes to a tattoo parlor and she's like, oh, I feel like I've got deja vu. I feel like I've been here before, but I don't have any ink on this body. And they all recognize her, the two tattoo artists in the shop. And they're like, oh, you're, you're, you've got a new canvas for us. All right, let's bust out those old tattoos and just put them onto this body now. And I guess that's somehow how she gets like these special powers and abilities or some shit. Like, I don't understand. I didn't get 90% of that backstory. It was all so confusing. So like dead killer and his gang, they like lock her in like a, I don't know. They lock her in a room so they can like watch over her because she's talking all crazy and she's remembering shit that never actually happened to Donna, but happened to, I guess, vamp. And it's confusing, and then, like, she just magically, like, talks her way out of it and, like, runs away and goes and gets the tattoos, and then she keeps, like, talking about how Donna's dead, and she is now just Tattoo, and she's gonna go and save the world. Like, nice. Yeah, it's it's a lot of weird nonsense. It was by this comic book company called Caliban Comics, which I had never heard of, so I guess that was probably that indie comic book company he was talking about. Yeah, it must be. Yeah, this sounds like a lot of confusing nonsense in this comic book. It was. I just texted you a picture of Rasta Man. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like he's got like the, pretty he's Michael got the jacket. He's got the same jacket. Yeah. It's just not in red color. 
And like his face, it isn't like a zombie makeup face, but it's like a, a muscle. Yeah. Like flesh. But I think I think with that haircut and the jacket, he looks just like him. Huh. All right. Well, anyway, speaking of um, nonsense. Speaking of a thriller night. Oh, oh, fuck. Yeah. Very good. I breathe the body. Yeah, this book was pretty underwhelming. And yeah, I, I kind of did the same thing you did is just kind of skim through it really fast. It was like way too much talking, but they weren't really they, they weren't really doing anything new or interesting. It's just like, oh, you shouldn't bring this body back. Oh, well, I'm going to. Um, but one weird thing that they did was they really like the uh, the highlight feature that, you know, like on Word, you, you know, highlight a word and then you press that highlight button and then you have like yellow behind it. They do that a lot in this book for some reason. I found it very, very distracting and I was just. At some point, I'm just like, I'm only going to read the highlighted words. I can't fucking take it anymore. So who knows? They have like a cool zoomer in this book who like kills himself and then they like regrow his body or something. And yeah, they my, like film he's like, them he's like, mutilating it. He's like a TikTok star, basically. Yeah, he says, what's up, guys, and everything. They have their own version of it where it's like CNET or some shit. But yeah, yeah my it's, it's essentially like TikTok or Facebook Live, and he's like broadcasting dumb shit all the time. Yeah. Oh, and he has vape lungs. They were like doing an autopsy, and they're like, oh, his lungs are destroyed from all the vaping. <laughs> I fun. do like that they pointed out how dangerous vape is. Yeah. That's pretty hope, cool. I hope this comic book was 100% sponsored by like the anti-smoking ads that they used to have those commercials for. Oh, that stand up yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah, like, I hope so. Stand up to vaping or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Put your hand out at vaping and write stand on it. Yeah, I also didn't have that many notes on this. I just found it kind of nonsensical and not very gripping. The other note that I had was they so I guess this is set sometime in the future because they have like these hologram screens. And uh the main character who I can't even remember her name now. Oh yeah, because she was like doing all this name nonsense. Like, was, oh, my name is uh she this. Had two and different that. names. Like, she was Emma or Joanne or something. They're like her real family, and then she ran away and became Zoe for the company. Yeah, like she's, it, she's weird. She they, has a family and a husband that she just like abandoned and like left, and like her daughter turned three, and she gets a message from her ex or whatever, being like, "Oh, your daughter misses you. You should like wish her a happy birthday." And like, she's like, "Oh, that girl is dead now." I'm only Emma or Zoe or I think it's Zoe, whatever fucking name. But yeah, it was yeah. so fucking weird. It was very weird. I, I don't really get that. Like they never really went into that. like why it is she had to run from her family. No, they didn't. Yeah. Cause like, there's another weird thing about names. Like the, there's some sort of like tree lady who's like, Oh, if you know my name, that means you command me or something. She'd like make zombie kids or something. It's a, it's a weird book. Anyway, though, the the Zoe or whatever the fuck her name is, was watching this hologram screen from her phone. And for some reason, she buys the one that that the screen is like a it's a hologram. Very cool. Like it just like blows. It's like having a TV you carry with you. But for some reason, she bought like a monochrome green, like Game Boy color, not Game Boy color, Game Boy original screen. For some reason, it's like, why would you want to watch TV like that? I mean, maybe she couldn't afford the fancier in color one. Yeah, this, this the twenty-four this was, bit color. This was before she uh, she extorted her boss Bramford for the uh, or Bramwell for the uh, stock options and the uh, kickbacks to like. Oh, that must be it because like um, he's that fucking TikTok star Milo Kid's dad, and the Milo Kid goes on his like Facebook Live, whatever the fuck it's called, their version of it, and kills himself, and then like she he has to like get zoe and dalton the other guy who's a part of this company to cover it up and like blow it up and get him all these views and dumb shit like that on his page and so they have to like clean up his dead body and position it all awkwardly so it looks like he killed himself in like an artsy way or some shit and in exchange for doing that she exploits him and gets like a 10 percent like company stock option out of it like dalton yeah, or something that dalton guy didn't do that but i hope he got some kind of deal like that as well in exchange for this because later on that milo guy like 
possesses him or like influences him and he goes up on a chimney and he does like a old samurai like i've dishonored you sort of like spiritual harakiri yeah sacrificing awesome. of himself where he takes his sword and like cuts open his uh stomach and like rips out his own entrails corpse style pretty Rip brutal entrails ripped from a virgin's cunt Ooh, very nice yeah a lot of a lot of cannibal corpse imagery in this book to be honest like i, I mean i guess that'd be the plus it's cannibal corpse cover art basically in a lot of pages i mean it it wants to be it's nowhere near as good as uh I forget the guy's name who actually does all that shit for corpse. Yeah, I don't know. All right. Any anything else about this? I don't think I have anything. So my else. my one note was about the very early on dinner meeting that Bramwell calls between the three of them, and he makes a really good sounding dinner for him of bacon wrapped pork tenderloin, and uh, that would be a a delicious company meeting. I would very much enjoy that one. Having a, having a bit of the munchies reading this were you. No, I don't know what you mean. <laughs> All right. Any anytime you mention anything bacon wrapped, I'm going to be in 100% on That's it. That's true. Yeah. yeah. All right. I don't recommend this book. No, it was so fucking long and so difficult to get through and so yeah, confusing. Yeah, one star. Like all the shit with that weird like tree lady, I was thinking that like all of it was so long and like, I didn't understand any of it. It was too much. Yeah. There's a lot of flashbacks and going back and forth and so it was just it was way too much. And like at some at some point, it's not what I signed the up end, for. What, the Zoe girl, she after Dalton kills herself, like she's the last one that's alive besides Bramwell, and it turns out like like Bramwell's like this evil genius guy trying to get her, and like all the weird like test tube baby versions of that Milo kid, they all like take her to this underworld. And they're trying to protect her from Bramwell and they're trying to hide her. And there's like a thousand of these little mini fucking gross, like, I don't know what the fuck. They're just like sacks of like flesh starting to form into a body or whatever the fuck. Yeah. And they try to protect her from them. It's, it's just weird, gross, dumb shit. That's true. All right. I'm certain we'll never revisit this. There were no reviews. So this is the first and probably only review. I mean, that whoever the artist was on this, I'll give them all the credit. Like, the story sucked. It was boring. Yeah. But the artwork was pretty cool. I'd give the artwork a three out of five. The story a one out of five. So, like, a two out of five on this thing. It's it's not good. Yeah, keep working on your art. Maybe you'll do the next Cannibal Corpse cover. Fingers crossed. Yeah. I guess, speaking of um, more undead stuff, comic book shows marvel what if zombies what'd you think of this were you intrigued off. no not in the slightest <laughs> how do you fuck it up though like how like like that, I, it should be easy to do something cool so I, with zombies after that first episode when i i made check the archives i said something about how like i think it's just them trying to like push through the like seven or eight like contracted like movie deals or appearances for all these like yeah. shitty extras in their in their movies that they're just trying to like work into some kind of like work that they can get one item that they're required to put them in off their checklist. I'm certain of it after watching this. Like the main cast of this is uh Spider-Man which okay, that one makes some sense, I guess. And then it's yeah. like the Wasp, Happy Hogan, some random fucking asshole named like Luke or something. Uh, he's just a normal guy, I think. Like, he has no powers. Uh, who was the other guy? There was one other, Bucky Barnes was the other superhero with him, and then it was, not Shuri, but, uh, the leader of the Doge. The, the bald one? I I can't remember her name. Yeah, Denai Guerrero. Uh, Michonne from The Walking Dead's character in, uh, the Black Panther movie. That girl. Yeah, yeah. That one. So, like, that's the entire cast. It. Oh, a banner, Bruce Banner, but we're still doing that stupid ass, like, uh, uh, like blue chew needing, no like, oh, it's all an implication for, or it's all like an implied joke about how he can't get hard. He can't turn into the Hulk. Like, uh, that fucking stupid shit. They is can't still refuse because of the implication. That was, that was my yeah. fault, but I didn't mean implication, but 
Like it's all, no, it's, it's all like the erect- implying that he can't get his dick. It, yeah, he, it's it's all those hilarious running gags that like he can't get hard and turn into the Hulk anymore, like that shit. Performance anxiety, yeah, yeah, all that. Yeah, so he's there, great. So we're just trying to like get all these awful, unneeded characters like canceled out. That's why Sharon Carter is like the leader of this team. Fuck, this thing oh, is so bad. Yeah. Like it's all humans. It's it's all fucking just nobody humans. And then, like, we got Bucky, Spider-Man, and uh, Bruce Banner. Great. What a fucking awesome cast that is. Yeah, I feel like, because I'm pretty sure we read Marvel Zombies at some point on this show, probably for um, Giraffe-tober, actually. And it's, like, it's stupid, but at least they would do things to, like, have fun with it. And it was kind of, like, it didn't take itself very seriously. And I kind of feel like this is taking itself way too seriously. And it probably shouldn't, because it's... It's already fucking stupid. Just, you know, it's fine. Just do something stupid. Like, they they did at least, in their defense, try to come up with an explanation for how the zombie outbreak happens. Oh, yeah. uh, Hank Pym goes into the quantum verse, and somehow uh, uh, the real wasp is infected by some kind of disease in there, and it turned her into a zombie. And that's, that's how the entire outbreak started, when those two come back from the quantum realm. Yeah. I I like that part. I like that. They kind of say like, okay, here's some stupid reason why this is happening. So, okay, fine. Good. I like it. Let's, let's, let's start. Let's begin the zombie adventure. And then they steal the heads in the jar museum idea from Futurama. Yeah. They use that for Scott Lang in this. We, We need some Paul Rudd with head in a jar. They did give him Dr. Strange's cape though, which made him look kind of cool. Yeah, I guess. Head in a jar wearing a cape. That's that's cool, right? Yeah, really cool. We had zombie Scarlet Witch. Yeah, she was like the leader of the, the zombies by default just because of her hex magic, I guess. And because yeah, the vision was sacrificing other heroes to feed her. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like that part. I like vision sacrificing other heroes. I just like to see more of it, you know? it's Let's have fun with it here. I liked let's see some let's see some gore. I liked uh Hope in this. Like she would shrink down and then she got like eaten by a zombie Sharon Carter after Sharon just turned and then she just expands and just implodes her. That was fucking fun. I liked that. Yeah. And then finally at the end, Bruce Banner gets bitten on the on the arm by a zombie, but Hulk shows up at the last minute. And he saves his life because that's what the Hulk always does for him, which is why it's so fucking dumb that in these movies, the Hulk never shows up when his life is on the line because the Hulk only cares about survival for himself, which is why I hate these movies. But yeah, so he finally shows up and then he turns into the Hulk and then he goes on a zombie fucking fighting massacre, which should have been heavily, way more heavily focused on because that's awesome. That's what you want to see in one of these dumb little fucking things is just the Hulk going on like a 20 minute like zombie head caving in like rampage scenario like that'd be fucking fun. Who doesn't want to watch that shit? But instead they like show it for like two seconds of him just like in a giant pile on and then the plane takes off and who cares? Fuck it. So I um, saw some article online that was like, oh, the last episode of uh, what if kind of brings all the episodes together. So I decided to check that out since I already watched this one. And um, that was a big mistake. I, was the I one hated with, that. It, I, if the watcher just gave up or whatever. Yeah. It's like, what if the watcher stopped broke or what if the watcher broke his oath is what they called it. So something uh, ridiculous like that. And the, like the zombie thing comes back and they like drop a bunch of zombies on Ultron with the infinity stones and have fucking zombie scarlet witch distract him for a bit and like that's how they only that's like the only zombie incorporated thing that happened but it's like they kind of just did that and then don't show us anything else about it and then just the zombies were gone and so is scarlet witch i guess so i i don't know this is poorly done and i man i fucking hate this show this show just pisses me off can't wait for season it's just so two, fucking though. boring it's gonna get so good oh my then. god Brought back all your favorite characters. Like Phase the, four extras from those movies who we need to like hurry wait. up and get out of their contracts. <laughs> yeah, it sucks. It's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna be like, uh, who's the the Game of Thrones guy who plays the Black Knight? 
uh john snow i think is playing the black knight in the internals movie since he's not oh. one of the eternals members but he's actually like an avenger character it's just going to be him in these what if what if movies or shows next year just to get him Can't out wait. of his seven commitment deal uh let's see there'll probably be another loki one just to get him out of shit uh agent, yeah. agent carter will show up again because she's still not doing go- a goddamn thing it's riding out that marvel money fucking hell like yeah keep re-signing me that's what i would do i'd be like yeah i want to be like a shitty side character and i don't really have to do anything but i just get a bunch of money fuck yeah yeah it's ideal that's the dream right there say some voice lines be for a shitty what if show just be like uh dumb dumb dugan like just get a bunch of like flashbacks in a couple of the movies and then you just yeah. get name dropped every once in a while and maybe you'll show up for one of these shitty animated shows right yeah don't fuck fuck what if i hate what if yeah i'm not a, i'm not a fan after this episode i wasn't a fan no definitely after not. first one but i'm even less so now yeah speaking of zombies though the walking dead update hold on one more thing so at the very end of that episode like after they escape it shows that like zombie thanos has shown up and he's got the infinity gauntlet on but like i maybe i just didn't notice this or i wasn't paying any attention but he had the infinity gauntlet on and i thought it had like all the uh stones in it but earlier on in that episode vision still has the mind stone in and he rips it out of himself after to like make good for sacrificing all his friends to the Scarlet Witch. And he gives it to Banner. And Banner then gives it to Spider-Man when he goes on his little like Hulk killing spree. So like they at least have one stone. So like I'm confused on how Thanos shows up with the full gauntlet and why is Thanos a zombie? He's not a human. So are we implying that like zombies eat aliens as well and it has the same effect i mean yeah yeah they're implying that but he's a he's like a a space god i mean he could still be a zombie they did that in the marvel zombies thing too i think they had like galactus ended up being a zombie which kind of seems unnecessary he already eats shit well galactus is galactus a god though i don't know he's just like a giant space being yeah so I I have less of a problem with that. It's like, yeah, make him a zombie, fucking whatever. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Walking Dead, uh, season eleven, episode eight, the mid season, the first and I suspect two mid season finales. Not even that great of a mid season finale. Like they didn't they didn't kill the Reapers, which is what I was hoping they would get to at least. Like they they killed the Pope, which was good. And I was happy that they killed the Pope, but then like Daryl's girlfriend takes over for the Pope. And I was like, fuck, they're just going to keep doing this now. And the episode ends on a cliffhanger, obviously with, um, so they have this like funny, um, arrow shooting machine. I forget what that's called. The thing that shoots like a thousand arrows, like in 300 and, um, you know, lights it on fire, which is fireworks powered in the, in this show, oh, which is cool. That. They just, yeah. <laughs> Terrifying. So like the episode ends like with, um, well, all right. First of all, Negan and um, Maggie are doing their Walker stuff or uh, Whisperer stuff, and you know, leading the horde to the uh, Reaper camp. And Negan gets injured by a landmine, which kind of just goes away somehow. But he's like bleeding pretty profusely in like one shot, and it's like I, I don't know how that would like when the zombies smell that. I thought that's how that worked. They're just like sharks, aren't they? Yeah, that's what I thought. But apparently not. Well, no, because like he's he's covered in the zombie flesh, and uh, that trumps the smell of fr- fresh blood. Maybe I don't fucking know. I guess I. I mean, it must. But it, you know, he just he's just like ah shit, and then Maggie like touches him like, oh, are you okay? And it's like, oh, they're working together. And then he was fine. So that's all he needed was some friendship. Negan always sort of looked like the kind of guy who, even though it's the apocalypse. Like, he would go to, like, any drugstore or, like, CVS or, like, Macy's and rob the counters of, like, whatever remaining, like, cologne was still there. 
He always struck me oh, as a yeah. guy who would like, even though it's a zombie apocalypse, he's drowned in Drakkar Noir, like cool water. So yeah. So maybe that's maybe why that's they didn't it. smell his fresh wound. Too much perfume. Yeah. He's gotta smell good and like a real manly man. Yeah, right. You gotta have that musk. That's why that's why Alpha was so into him the entire time. Yeah. Right. All right. Well, anyway, so they're doing all that shit. And then it the cliffhanger ends with um, the Reaper leader, the Daryl's girlfriend, like saying like, oh, yeah, fire that uh, firework arrow contraption. And then it like the firework arrow like flies into the camera and then cut to black. And now we have to wait for <laughs> probably a whole year. Or That's whatever, the best ending they... of anything they've ever done. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> oh i'm, That's I'm back on board that's great yeah tune in next time fuck yes does she still have the dog as her like her number two now uh dog wasn't in this episode i forget where dog is daryl didn't steal him back though right she she still no. has him yeah if I, I guess the dog has to be the number two in charge yeah hopefully better than pope but we'll find out in a year or two I cannot wait. Yeah. I mean, do you have anything else about get, Venom and Carnage or do we get your do that 3D already? glasses ready for the season premiere whenever that comes back? I hope they shoot it all in 3D. Oh, so yeah. You can I see hope. that fucking flame arrow coming at you. Yeah. Firework arrow. Yeah. Whoops. It's even more deadly and more Can't terrifying wait. now. Carnage. Oh, God. It was so not. I don't understand why people enjoy those movies. Like, they're so good like it's like a it's like a god-awful buddy cop type of dynamic between venom and uh eddie brock oh uh, it's so yeah. so not fucking none of the comedy is hitting with me it's so bad like it's oh they these two people they can't get along and so they're just fighting for control of eddie's body the entire time because venom likes this stuff but Eddie likes it this way. It's polar opposites. How will they coincide and coexist? It's fucking not funny. Stop doing this to all the like cool characters and try to make them hilarious. It never works. Your jokes are fucking terrible, Marvel writers. God damn it. Yeah. It's so fucking Yeah, I dumb. didn't really like that. I didn't like how they made Venom like a like a um like a cuck venom on his planet. Where like in the first one and I, yeah, I never liked the jokey stuff either. Like, I like Venom. I want to see Venom do cool stuff. Make the bring in Noel the Edge Lord, fucking cowards. I can't. Yeah, like that's what we need now. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. There were a couple cool moments. Like they, they finally talk about mutants or mutations or mutated individuals. So like, oh, Eddie Brock Carnage's uh, girlfriend Scream is like what could be considered the first mutants in any of these non-x-men specific movies which that would be awesome the implications right there for what could be yeah. happening especially now that the crossover thing is happening where they're all in the same universe now so well i mean she's not in that same universe she didn't get transferred but just still that could be potentially fucking awesome although yeah. I, I have no doubt that disney is going to fucking ruin any uh i mean fox did a god-awful job with the x-men so maybe Marvel Disney will make a slight improvement on it, but it's still going to probably like piss me off and disappoint me and suck. But here's, here's hoping. So that was cool. At least uh, she was in it. Um, Carnage was, wasn't jokey. He was at least like a badass nonstop monster the entire time. That was good. Um, we, it implies that like the next, bad guy if they make a third one it's gonna be toxin which that's cool all right he's the symbiote yeah. he's the symbiote who hates all the other symbiotes and like hunts them down so that could be cool uh he was played by the guy who played al capone on boardwalk empire and uh he was from snatch oh. so that guy he got some work that's cool i don't know uh, eddie eddie rock and venom that, that turned me off way too much it's not funny i hated it I like I like Carnage, but he gets killed at the end of this, so like there's no chance of him uh, coming back. Uh, I don't remember what the fuck happens with Scream, uh, but she was in it. She was kind of cool. She was she wasn't used nearly enough though. Toxin will be cool if they bring him back. And uh, 
the scene that wasn't in this, but like implies everything is happening. Like he gets transported into the 616 universe and somehow Venom knows about who that Spider-Man Parker is. And so he's going to be mixing it up with them in the Sinister Six potentially in that new Spider-Man movie. So that could be cool. Oh, maybe that's the Topher Grace Venom symbiote then, if he knows who that is. I mean, I used to be with hope, Topher Grace. Let's hope it's the yeah. real Eddie Brock, the good Eddie Brock. Yeah, yeah. I just I hope so. I just want that Sandman back. Thomas Hayden Church was a great Sandman in those Yeah, movies. he was. He was great. Oh, yeah. I wonder if he's going to show up in it. I really hope so. Because, like, they've shown, like, everyone else. They've shown, like, or they haven't shown the Green Goblin, but they've implied that he's there because of his bombs in the trailer. No, they... They showed him in the new one. You saw him flying around. They showed Daredevil in the new one, too, from the Netflix series. Oh, fucking really? Yeah, yeah. Shit. Weird. So, a lot of shit going on in that movie. They're bringing all this shit together. I just want a conclusion to the Luke Cage show. That's all I fucking want out of all this awful garbage. Just give me a Disney Plus season of, like, a conclusion for Luke Cage. Because that was such a great show. And that second season ending was, like... Oh man, it had me on the edge and I couldn't wait to see what the fuck happened and then they canceled it yeah. and I'll never get to know. You'll see him in the post credit scene just like, oh yeah, I'm not, I, I, that was a bad idea. I'm not a bad guy now. <laughs> back to be the good guy. I'm about to, I'm, I'm just going to go back to the streets. This is, I don't need all this money donating it. I'm just going to cut hair at this barbershop or whatever the fuck he does instead. Yeah, just do that. It's cool. I've never liked Daredevil though. That's... But, oh, that that show was great, though. Uh, that Kingpin. I hope Kingpin, Kingpin well, makes it in there. That's the one that everyone's like, everyone's on the internet trying to like imply that he's the one coming back because he's the one who hires all these like people in the Hawkeye show. So they're trying to imply that oh. like Kingpin might be somehow attached or like revealed at the very end of the Hawkeye show because nice. the bad guys in it, like in the comic book. In the comic book, they all worked for him. So we'll see if maybe he comes up on that one if he's not in the Spider-Man. I hope so. That was a great kingpin. Yeah, D'Onofrio is great. Yeah. We'll see. How soon do the Eternals come out? Because I think like next month, maybe. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, they've been pushing a lot of those trailers lately. Yeah. All right. Well, um, what do you want to do next week as we continue? <laughs> so i was looking around through the horror books list on the uh, site we use and i found one that piqued my interest it's jason versus leatherface and it's from tops comics tops Whoa. is like the worldwide leader in baseball cards and for a brief oh. time in the mid 90s they had a comic book imprint this one is from October 95 through January 96. It's just a three-issue miniseries, but it, I don't know. The awesome. artwork on the cover looks kind of cool, so hopefully it's not terrible. We'll see. Yeah, baseball cards. Fuck yeah, sports drop. Take me out to the sports game. Take me out with the sports. Buy me some sports talk. And jack. I don't care if I never sports talk. All right, and I'm going to pick the silver coin volume one which i don't know it's horror um what do you want to watch next week you have any idea for that i I forgot about that shit um i don't know all right to be announced then we'll figure something out i'm sure there's like a a halloween episode of like one of those fucking awful cw shows we could pick from maybe probably We'll, we'll find it. I'll put it on there later. So join us next week for that. But in the meantime, follow me on the internet at Donnie Elm. I'm at DC the God. Follow us at Giraffes HPT Pod on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, SoundCloud.com slash DJ Von Mir for the music. And Patreon.com slash Giraffes Have Black Tongues. See you next week. Bye.
very flamboyant buy that time. Was it? I thought it was the exact same as every single other one, but <laughs> I nailed it then. A lot, of, a lot of energy. Yeah. Good finally job. I've nailed it. Yeah. All right. I'm going to stop it there. I'm going to go practice Pro Tools. <laughs> Get to work. <laughs> yeah.